Sid's Foodcast, where we talk about food and our love for food. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sid's Foodcast, the food podcast where me and my guests would talk about food, our love for food, and everything in the name of food. This is your host, Sid. For today's episode, we have Charm of Ready to Adult PH. The episode centered around Subbu Mercado, the ins and outs in putting up a food stall, and the relationship of food and adulting. Enjoy the episode. Uh, we can start off by telling the people who you are and what do you do and, and all that. Okay. <laughs> so, do I, ha- do I acknowledge everyone? Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, what okay. is up, everyone? <laughs> okay, so, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Charm. I'm the person behind Ready to Adult Philippines, and I'm also an entrepreneur um, here in Cebu, Philippines. So I run a food bazaar and food markets. Um, if you've heard about Cebu Mercado, the market, street food, and Pop District Bazaar. So I'm one of the people behind those. So yeah. <laughs> All right. And, she, and just checking on her Instagram, she is not one of those people who put entrepreneur on her bio because she is a legit entrepreneur <laughs> wait hold on someone is um mowing the lawn oh no no it's these are helicopters that's like need that but the first things first first things first charm um what was your last meal before this podcast Oh, wow. I have it with me here. <laughs> okay, show it to the people who are it's, watching. I haven't finished eating yet. It's, it's, it looks like it looks very bad. Uh, I ate bread, spam, and eggs. Oh, so, okay. Oh, my yeah. God. Spa, spam, and eggs. Yeah, we were yeah. talking earlier about how I don't like bread as well. So <laughs> when I got, when I saw the food, I was like, bread, there's no rice. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, was it is it like sliced bread? Is it Yeah, it's sliced like, bread. Oh my god. Um um I love spam and eggs for real. Like go on, you know, go to um, go to comfort food. But here apparently in the United States, uh, like um besides Asian people, they don't like spam. Um mm. spam is trash but, food for but them. It's pr- very highly processed meat so. mm, like it's like mystery <laughs> meat that's that's what they say mystery meat yeah but, uh, <laughs> filipinos asian people we dig the spam we we fuck with spam it's really really oh, good although sodium <laughs> oh we don't care you know it's 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 like it's flavor <laughs> <laughs> but oh man um i'm gonna have actually i'm gonna have um uh i'm gonna make um, a video soon um it's like a binging with Babish kind of thing, but really, really low key. I'm gonna make um, if you watch Fifty First Dates, there's a there's an episode there. <laughs> I mean, the the, the, in, the, in the waffle place, there's an episode the there. Waffle, where, the waffle house. Have yeah. you have you watched uh, Fifty First Dates? Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. So there was a scene where he says like, "Oh, did you eat dinner? Did you did, what? Did you have breakfast already?" And then Adam Sandler said, "I had some peanut butter cups and some Gatorade." And then, and then the husband, and then the, and then the, <laughs> and then the oh, restaurant yeah. owner, owner said like, oh, that's not breakfast. I'm going to give you spam and eggs. And then, yeah. and then the, the, I think his, like his, uh, her son said like, oh, you like peanut butter cups? And then he said like, oh, do you, yeah, like you want peanut butter cups in your eggs? It's like, uh, no. So I'm going to make that. I'm going to make oh, spam no. and eggs with peanut peanut butter cups i already have peanut <laughs> butter cups here it's ready i just need to film i just need to shoot so yeah so people That's are listening fun. at least you have an insider yeah because yeah. i'm gonna do the easy stuff. For that. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah and um yeah i love uh, we we definitely i don't know filipinos generally love spam you know for sure i'm gonna do a new segment on this show i just um um i'm going through a instagram um scroll and i'm gonna check your instagram for food posts so i am in um charms instagram can i say your handle or is this private yeah oh it's at the leon charmaine and your the first thing that popped up when it comes to food is this 
bowl with I assume this is bibimbap. Is this bibimbap? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Can you give me just uh, like one thought about this post? Uh yeah, so I think I made that. I think I made that. I've been doing a lot of Korean food lately. Like during the lockdown here in the Philippines, it's actually been like five months already. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I have discovered that Korean food is so easy to make, like Korean comfort food, not like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure there are more technical ones, mm-hmm. but they're so easy to make. Majority of the times, it's just like you throw everything in a pot or you throw everything in a bowl and that's make it. a really good sauce and that's it. So <laughs> like on lazy days, I really make Korean food. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I <laughs> really off topic, but kind of is, I saw a post in um, Conios of Manila, I don't know. I followed them 2011. It was a different time. Don't cancel me. But they say <laughs> bibimbap is just Filipino tapsilog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, think so. <laughs> okay. I think there's an egg. <laughs> Next food post is about Sugbu Mercado. Just really quick insight about that before. Okay, before uh, we're gonna dive deep into Subo Mercado. I think this is Subo Mercado. I think no, no, no. I yeah, this is Subo Mercado. Go. This is the post in August 31, 2019. Yeah. Oh wow, you uh, went way back. <laughs> oh, I, okay, well, uh, I was just looking, but it was like pictures of you, not necessarily food. So most <laughs> yeah, quick thought. Yeah. Okay, so Subo Mercado uh, is a food haven for for most of Cebuanos here because um, imagine a place with over 50 food choices that are almost um, unique from one another. So uh, our business is basically we want to be the answer for people who are wondering um, where should we eat and then nobody can decide. So we want to be the place uh, that you can all eat together even if you're not craving the same things okay so all right let's stop right there we're gonna go more (laughs) we're gonna move forward with that one later on and maybe the last um very quick kaka dairy bar your post says artsy shot by the boyfriend wanted a shot (laughs) sprinkles lead light but he highlight he wanted to highlight the ice cream kaga dairy bar. What are, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, so that's a local ice cream shop here in Cebu. So the funny thing is, um, their space, um, their commercial space was actually one of the places I wanted to open a shop in, but Ooh. we we ended up being upstairs because um, I wanted to open a non-food shop and the landlord wanted it to be just food in the ground floor so yeah like and and later on i found out that my mom knows um the mom of the owner of that ice cream shop so cebu is very small so (laughs) everyone knows each other so yeah their ice cream is very good homemade um, very interesting flavors as well so all right okay last one um this is June 9, 2019. This is in Mamu Rockwell. Very fancy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Caption says, sitting in for at Jet Luga. Um, mm. Thanks for adopting me, guys. And congratulations again. Um, this spread is really good. There's steak and wine. Ah. Yeah. So that was my first time in Mamu. So very extensive. <laughs> so, but yeah, that is uh, my boyfriend's friends group of friends so my boyfriend went to school in manila so um i said congratulations because um two of his best friends got married in singapore they are based in singapore and then they went to manila to um it was very random actually like that was like the makeshift reception because they had a courthouse wedding um so that was the makeshift reception and my boyfriend was like um, supposed to be like the best man and he wasn't there because um, he had prior um, you know, engagements here in Cebu. And I was there for a business meeting 
Uh, I was in a business trip and, you know, it just happened to coincide with their dates. So I spent the whole day with all of his friends. But we already knew each other, but, you know, there's, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're still mainly his friends. So that was fun. Uh, they're very fun. Right. Okay. All right. Oh, that was really, really interesting because, again, I've never been to Mamu. And yeah, oh, okay. it looks really expensive, it, but it looks really it's good. Really good. And I it guess it's a, it's a perfect place, I guess, to have these very important get-togethers with family, with long lost friends, or maybe new friends, like in this case. Um, so yeah, that's it for um, um, Charms Food Instagram raid. <laughs> I'm gonna do <laughs> I this. Was uh, of yeah. Guard. <laughs> yeah, I was going. Um, I was really thinking of new seg- um, segments. Um, what to do with my podcast instead of like the usual talking and all that one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. So you were the first one to do that. It's pretty easy because like I have a whole hashtag for it. Oh, oh really? I have, uh, it says charm, I have charm eats. eats. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, charm eats for sure. Yeah. Okay. We all eat. So for the next following guest, I will raid your Instagram accounts and talk about your um <laughs> the food over there. But anyways, um. Uh, uh, when I think of uh, what you do with Ready to Adult and with Subo Mercado, uh, I what I ultimately the reason why I decided to message you, even if I don't know you, and apparently I know some people who gladly they accepted my DM from a stranger <laughs> um, with one reason or the or other, uh, they accepted my um, my my proposal. Uh, was ultimately I wanted to talk about Subo Mercado um, and you are the ones you you were part of the team who conceptualized Subo Mercado and definitely you ha- you will have the floor when you talk about how I think you talked about Subo Mercado multiple times in yeah. events and and in in other podcasts as well so you I'll I, I can definitely link that out um, but um, yeah, we're gonna repeat that discussion, but maybe in not in a technical business side, but more on the memories that you deal you had with Supermercado because I have memories with Supermercado. Um, I guess the first thing that I have on top of my head was the the first time Supermercado came to be because um, I lived in Manila. I studied in Manila for almost seven, eight years. So grade school, high school, and uh, uh, for, uh, one year of college. And then when I think of Subo Mercado, I actually had a fourth, I had a prior idea of Mercato because it, yeah. it Mercato, if you guys don't know, is, is also like a street, uh, I don't know how to put this into it. I think it's also a food bazaar in it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, right? It's, it's a it's a bazaar. Yeah, that's the term. Yeah. It's, it's a but it's a food bazaar, in the, yeah in BGC. Yeah, in BGC. Yes, of course. The like I, I remember because when after drinking we go there. <laughs> yes. But, but yeah, they also have selected day days when they're open, and then yeah, that's whenever I think of Subo Mercado. I think of Mercato in some way because it's a Mercado, Mercato. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it, it, it rings a bell. But I'm so, so glad for Cebu because we, before Subu Mercado, we didn't have that idea. We did have bazaars. We did yeah. have bazaars would have trinkets. They would have... Um, clothes, they would have a little bit of food, but not necessarily yeah. dedicated to food. And if yeah. there are, there is going to be an event for food, it's only like a pop-up thing. It's only yeah. open for a few days, maybe a week at most. But Subo Mercado was something that w- was a mainstay for the weekend. I think like Friday, yes. Saturday, Sunday? Or is it- we started with Friday, Saturday. And then it eventually became Thursday to Saturday. Uh, Thursday so, to Sunday. <laughs> and then now it's Thursday uh, before the lockdown. It was Thursday to Sunday. Yeah. But now it's Wednesday to Saturday. Everything it's... it's 
yeah, it's, it's up in the changing. air right now because of COVID. yeah, 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 that's it. yeah, exactly. and I, and I was really glad because it, I definitely I now have something to go into that's like I would see mom and pop shops would have their own pop they would own their own they would own, they would have their own pop up thing and I would have these um and and, and just I'm I'm glad to see people who have a day job but they want to kind of veer away from that and then it's yeah. just too risky for them to test the market in in a way that they have to make a restaurant you know it'll be yeah. too much but they can test the waters in subo mercado because it yes. only opens on thursdays to sundays and then it's yeah. like oh i can definitely work this on the weekend and then and if it's if it works in subo mercado they would say hey you know what I can take the risk now because, yeah. you know, it translated well in Subo Mercado. Then maybe I could make my own restaurant. And it gives them opportunity for that. And for foodies like me, it gives me an opportunity to try different types of food yes. that I would not exactly. typically have in maybe uh, like, uh, like um, I'm so sick of the Jollibees and, and uh, the, I don't know, the, the, ab the abacas and although they're totally great, but you know, you want to try something new and, yeah. and you know what, and you don't have to travel because you just literally have to walk stall to stall. And yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's, the, that's my main thing. And, and I guess, I guess that was that was also your thought um, with when it comes to conceptualizing supermercado. But for a very quick you run through, how how did you guys conceptualize it from the very beginning and up until like you know up until what it is today? Yeah. So actually, I was not one of the founders of supermercado, but I came in right after it opened, like. One week after it opened, then we came in. Um, I was the founder of Pop District Bazaar, which is a very similar concept, but it's only like 30% food and 70% lifestyle. Okay, so um, it's in an air-conditioned indoor place. So um, the, the founders of Supermercado, which are my partners now, saw that Pop District was um, you know, successful. They had a friend who was a tenant, who was very happy with his um, sales, um, how we handled everything and organized everything. So they tapped us. They told us that they wanted to partner with us because um, the founders were all guys. There's um, three guys. Um, so um, for Pop District, we're two girls. So they invited us in to become five. And I think we added a really good balance to the masculinity because they were so focused with, you know, um, getting tenants and everything, but they didn't think really of like the aesthetics, you know, like being millennials as well, because they're also older than us. Um, being millennials, you know, we have to make it Instagram worthy. We have mm -hmm. to, uh, and also I came in, we came in and organized everything, like from paperwork to finances to really structure everything. So when we came in, um, we really fixed up the place. Um, they weren't even the string lights that we're known for right now. Um, right. We put mm -hmm. those in. The red checkered tablecloth, uh, tablecloths, we put those in. Um, you know, putting a label in each store, which is really impactful right now. So to really make the tenants feel like it's their own store, it's their own brand, right? Even if it's just like a mm -hmm. six, seven square meter space. So uh, basically what we wanted to do was... Um, what we mentioned, I mentioned earlier, we wanted to be the answer to the question, where are we going to eat? So we have a jingle. I don't know if you've heard it, but it says, um, Asata, Asata, Subo Mercado. So basically, it says, like, if you're wondering where you should eat, and then everyone would, Filipinos always say, like, anywhere, Sigasa, diba? So we wanted to be that anywhere. Because, like, literally, you can have 50, 60 variants of um, food stalls that you can eat from. And the great thing about it was that before Subo Mercado, personally, I wasn't so um, exposed to um, food from other countries because I haven't traveled a lot. And, you know, um, we're not, I'm, I wasn't as adventurous when it comes to food. But with Subo Mercado, I got to taste, like, 
um, pad thai, mie goreng, satay, mm-hmm. and diba, um, uh, smoked ribs, or you know, uh, all these other food from all these other countries, like Dutch food, um, Indian food, and um, of course, Chinese food, and stuff like that. Uh, I got to be introduced, and I think like, um, I think majority really of Cebuanos are palates really elevated in some way because of the um, exposure to these different kinds of food. So yeah, everything you said earlier, it was really spot on on why we wanted to make Subo Mercado what it is today. Because at first when we came in, um, of course we had an identity crisis. We still had a lot of um, lifestyle products like shirts Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then uh, we also had a lot of lechon. (laughs) Cebu is known for lechon. (laughs) So yeah, we really streamlined our um, process. We do food tastings. So we make sure that the food is good before we put it out to the public. And then uh, we limit the the same number of tenants. Um, For example, barbecue and lechon. Those are very Cebuano things. Um, Mm -hmm. We have a lot of applicants who want to sell those things. But we try to limit it so that it's not too competitive. The customers don't also get bored. So, yeah. That's basically (laughs) And um, again, I want to ask you about um, the food in general. I had a lot of good food in Subo Mercado. I had awful food in Subo Mercado. Um, I had fond memories of it because um, my few dates is, with my wife now was in Subo who was my girlfriend back then, was in Subo Mercado. Um, um, I remember uh, there was one person who was, I don't, I'm not sure if it was there. Oh, wait, I'm sure. They were selling like um, popsicles, but with alcohol. Yeah, Tipsy Pops. <laughs> yeah, Tipsy Pops. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Tipsy Pops. Uh, I love that one because it was really like, like we wanted to drink, but not really because we yeah. were eating. <laughs> so we had that one. And then, you know, we were sitting outside. So it was really nice. You know, that yeah. was my memory of uh, Tipsy Pops. Um, I did not like the egg waffle people. <laughs> okay, I don't okay, think like, I'm, I'm so emphatic yeah. about it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, because I had egg waffles, but yeah. it was too soggy for that, okay. that egg waffle. Like, I don't, I don't like it. Um, one wait, one thing about podcasts that's like God, it's not limiting. That's why I can say fuck them. Like oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I I even said like you know um fuck um uh, fuck Shangri-La because they I have beef with Shangri-La. <laughs> but I okay. love Shangri-La because there was another person who loves Shangri-La. So Shangri-La, if you want to sponsor us, that's I love Shangri-La already. <laughs> okay. Okay. But yeah. Anything goes with this podcast, but yeah. Um. Um, what else? I love the person who sell who sold baked scallops. It was really really good. My my mom loved it. Um, my yeah. mom really is picky with food. She's super super picky. Yeah. But she loved the 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 person who sold the baked scallops. Yeah. And, uh, but that's the thing because um even if they go through food tasting, they're mm-hmm. at their best when they let us food taste, right? They oh, present yeah. us with the mm-hmm. best. And the thing that since they're startups. Um, consistency is really hard for them, especially if um, the owner weans away and gives it to you know staffs already. Because of course, you need for you to grow, you really have to you know hands off your business and trust mm-hmm. your training and your staff. <laughs> so a lot of our businesses, um, a lot of our tenants close because of that um, gap between the owner does it really well but when they translate it to their staff they don't have the same passion and they Mm -hmm. don't have the same training yeah on customer service so Mm -hmm. um that's one of the reasons why they close down and that's why when you mentioned earlier that it's really a um testing grounds like Mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs so um for us we try to police them every time we have um you know uh 
people telling us that, oh, uh, we didn't really like their food today, but they were okay before. We let them know immediately so oh, that they good. can improve. Mm-hmm. Because um, if some if people have a bad perception of them, it goes back to us because they're not the more known entity, mm-hmm. right? They're they're known as one of the stalls in Subbu Mercado, mm-hmm. but, but it's really definitely us. Um, who has the burden to, you know, do customer service. <laughs> yeah. and this is the on-the-ground so, yeah. on feedback for pers- for yeah. people like me yeah. who actually eat Which is actually account. really great if you reach out to them, you really mm-hmm. tell them, give them, you know, good um, feedback and constructive criticism. They yeah. really appreciate that most of the time. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think um, my mom actually returned one of the food. I just don't know what. I forgot. Oh. Okay. <laughs> She's yeah. like that. She's really extra. <laughs> but definitely, <laughs> um, yeah. Like 90% of the food I really, really love. I, I, the, there was one who yeah. really who made chapche, I think. And, and I love chapche. The chapche mm. is like um, um, Korean yeah. noodle dish. It's really, really good. I love it. But yeah, but more, but again, I remember more of the memories. Um, I remember, yeah, my dates with yeah. my wife in Subo Mercado. I remember um, my brothers, we would hang out in Subo Mercado. I would remember some of my students. I would see my, some of my students who are also my um, 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 people from debate. We would also go in Subo Mercado. We would hang out there. It's really, it's just a place where it's another, another key memory that I have in Cebu is Subo Mercado. Which is really really nice, and I did have <laughs> one thing like, oh, yeah. oh, let's go to Subo Mercado, like for real, let's go. And when I go there, I didn't know that it was only from Thursdays to Saturdays. Like, oh, <laughs> like, oh God. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. We've had a lot of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, yeah. oh, it's okay. But it's it 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 says a lot about Subo Mercado. Like, people are looking for you guys, even if it's like yeah. Monday. Like, or it's, you know? it's actually one of our um, that's intentional that's uh, I think it's mm-hmm. part of our marketing as well that we only open from Thursday to Sunday because we want people to look forward to the weekend mm-hmm. so um, when you're craving from Monday to Wednesday then definitely you're going there on Thursday because you had three days of you know, you, you were deprived for three days. So, <laughs> right. I don't like, know. We, if, we need to go there, you know. Yeah, like, if you're, you know, if you're Sabuano, you would know, um, we get tired of a lot of things mm-hmm. a lot, like, really fast. Like, we mm-hmm. get tired of new restaurants really fast, new stores. Like, mm-hmm. we call it pulanon, diba? Like, Sabuanos mm-hmm. are very pulanon. So, uh, yeah, definitely, that's one of the reasons why we keep it that way. Because if we give people too much, you know, they're gonna get tired of us. It's so, good. It's defi- yeah, we try, it's try to make working. it a novelty. Yes, it's definitely yeah. de- definitely working. Uh, especially, um, I, I wanted to ask you this about what are your favorite um, stalls? You don't want to, obviously, if you don't want to say the name, you can say the food, <laughs> but you want to say like okay. favoritism. I don't know if it's allowed for you. <laughs> if you don't yeah, want to yeah. you don't want to answer that. Okay. <laughs> But for me, I really love the chapche person. I don't. Sorry, I don't. Know. Yeah. The the yeah, the, it's okay. the, the tipsy the the pops tipsy tipsy pops. Yeah. Is it, did I say it right? Tipsy, tipsy pops. Yeah, I love them. I don't know if they're a mainstay, but I, I always see. Them. They they close down though oh, because okay. well, not because of their product. Their product's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's um they're all lawyers. They were all oh. studying to be lawyers. So now That's you know. Hard, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're focusing um, on yeah, that. Law law school is a jealous profession, is what they say. I mean jealous. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love um, what was that? I love the pun- the punches for some reason, like the different juices, juice yeah, shops over there. Yeah, a I lot like of it. that. Um, uh, the ribs and the shrimp, like I don't think there's always people like they always serve shrimp, but there was one stall that I really like um, that's not often found, I guess, but it's like the person, they, they were selling binagoongang pork and that's a very Tagalog mm. dish. And for yeah. me, um, I can always find Korean food, Persian, whatever it is, any other international food in Cebu. It's really, really easy. But I cannot quite find it's like um, Tagalog food as much as yeah. I want it to be. 
I would find it in the chikaan, yeah. in the like the the the, yeah. the 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 typical like all Filipino restaurants, but they don't make it as well as like the carinderia in 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 let's say Malate Manila or like in in like oh, in, yeah. like, like these 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 carinderias out out in the street in Manila where they have their kare kare, they have their pinagongan rice, they have this. Even the sinigang is so hard to find in in Cebu because <laughs> apparently, again, like from my wife, they said Cebuano people they don't really like sinigang. They, yeah. they would say pan pana sinigang is panos na nilatan. <laughs> yeah, they don't like um, sour food that much uh, here. And then, uh, then yeah, I, the palate here is uh, sweet or salty. No, and then <laughs> I it. love sinigang. I love my kare kare. I love those. I love my binuguongan rice. I love my yeah. bagnet. These are Tagalog food. And then, hold and behold, there was one who was selling binuguongan. Um, pork belly and it was really really good and it was in Subo Mercado. I don't know if they're still there, but it was really really good. I love it. Um, yeah, those were just my top picks for now. But yeah. what are your favorite um, stalls or foods? Um, in Subo first, Mercado? it's very it's very generic, but I love a lechon belly vendor because prior to Subo Mercado, I really didn't like lechon. And for us, that's, Cebuano, that's, that's like sacrilegious, yeah, that's like sacrilegious, <laughs> right? But like, no, because like, I I didn't really like lechon, and uh, I found our tenant. She was selling, I mean, lechon and lechon belly. We we it's different for Cebuanos, right? So I guess like it was lechon belly, and then it was so flavorful, and it their suka is so good. Um, they're called Cuisina Guadalupe. They're still one of our you know biggest tenants right now. And yeah, ever since then, I just love their lechon. Like, I don't really like any other lechon, not so much. But their lechon belly was so good. So um, another is mi goreng. So oh, goreng. Yeah, so the, the couple that owns it, the husband is like Dutch. Then Dutch, like they have a lot of... Um, Indonesian like um culture also so mm-hmm. they mi goreng they sell mi goreng and satay I also really like that they're called cribs and then what else like um nikomaki have you tried nikomaki it's basically um it's like a Japanese street food I think that it's Japanese rice wrapped in bacon and then like smothered with their special sauce so it's like um, I really like that as well. And then, like you mentioned earlier, we have a lot of food, uh, like drinks, drink stalls, and I love every one of them. My favorite must uh, the le- lemonade stands mm-hmm, um, sure. called Lemon Boss right now. Um, I discovered my love for lemon because of all the lemonade <laughs> I've been drinking from them. So I love lemon chicken now. I love like lemon <laughs> on my on my food. So, yeah, and then the last one I think is um quite a recent one like 1 year old. They're called Shroom Shack. Um oh, shroom basically shack. Okay. they're basically like oyster fried oyster mushrooms like they feel like french fries. Like it's a healthier alternative, mm-hmm. but like you know, it's still deep fried and breaded. So, but yeah, I really like it. Like I snack on them all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> Those are like my top picks. Mm-hmm. I've never tried Shroom Shack, but I've talked to the guys in Shroom Shack because I. Oh really? Yeah, because I had an initial meeting with them because they were about to franchise, so yeah. they were they were one one of the people that was under the radar that wanted. He's, to they're from Cherish. Oh really? Arbat, yeah. Mark's you. Oh my yeah. god, I talked to this person and I didn't know that he was my Yeah, maybe that was his brother though. His brother oh, okay. is the main owner, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I talked to them, yeah, because they were they were talking about um franchising. Weird. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was like last last year, yeah, like late last year I talked to people from Shroom Shack. Um, yeah. yeah um, I'm I'm good with mushroom. Like mushroom is so good for real. Like yeah, exactly. And uh, you know how crazy um Filipinos are about potato corner. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> diba? oh it's a good it's a good al- alternative. <laughs> yes, but, yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, uh, 
with the with the stalls that you mentioned, uh, definitely the lemonade stands. I stand yes. with a good lemonade lemonade stand. Yeah. I have I have other I have other issues with lemonade stand. It's like really really too sweet. I do not like that. I want to yeah. I want to have that um a little bit of sourness for my lemonade. Yeah. Oh, their their lemonade is sour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> their I, lemonade I, is sour. I, it's like freshly squeezed yes. in front of you. Yeah. Yes, and I dig that. I love that. And yeah. if I but want... a lot of people request for double syrup. <laughs> right, right, and that defeats the purpose. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. But for people, I I suggest if you want to have a good lemonade and if you want to have a little bit of sweetness, go with le- lemonade with uh, cucumber water. Cucumber or watermelon. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Natural sweet. Natural mm-hmm. sweetness. Yeah. Right. I wanna. Yeah. I. I really, really suggest that one. Um, what are the stalls that prob? It's either you do not like or probably did not work out for you guys, or maybe to hmm. the point that you even had to reject them. I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh. So we had a lot of franchises before. Like. Um. I'm not. I'm not dissing them, so I can mention them. Like Potato Corner, um, uh, Gelatissimo, Thirsty. These are big brands already, right? You can mm-hmm. find them in all the malls in Cebu. And they don't work in Cebu Mercado. They just don't. Like, people go there to discover new things yes. um, that we eventually decided to just not accept big brands, uh, big franchises already. Uh so, because we knew that they weren't going to work out. It's like, when pe- when they were there, people would just walk past them because they're so accessible in malls and everything. So, I feel like um, that's one of the uh, stuff that doesn't really work with us, like big big brands. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, that's definitely one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were the stalls that you did not like personally because it just tastes? Um, not really because, uh, like I mentioned before, we, they go through like a food tasting process and I'm not particularly very picky with food. So, um, we approve them and then they're good. Majority of the times though, they don't survive. It's because of the transition I mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. from the owner to like the staff. And sometimes they don't handle finances very well. Um, so yeah. All right. Okay. Um, (laughs) One thing that I do recall was one of the, well, not just necessarily Subo Mercado, but I would, um, I would see stalls that are like really, really not working, but their food is really good. Yeah. Um, There are multiple (laughs) occasions that I would see it maybe because Again, this is me just spitballing. I don't know. I don't have this the business acumen for this, but there. I guess that their food, maybe because I am a foodie and I love trying new things, but yeah. maybe <clears throat> food is just not there yet when it comes to maybe because they're the market's not yeah, ready for it. Ready for yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. But I did see like a what. Like I think it was an okonomiyaki, maybe not in mm. Mercado, but I did re- recall like some food bazaars that there was a good okonomiyaki, but no one seems to just order from them. But it was really, really good. But yeah, there was like uh, yeah, I think one was selling. I forgot some some sort of like seashell products. Yeah. Maybe it, maybe it I feel like that's that's one of the reasons. It's either um, the market's not ready for it, or their price point is too expensive for the market. Mm-hmm. So right. since we're an outdoor open food area, right? Um, our regular price point is around a hundred pesos, a hundred to hundred fifty pesos. So if you're out there, like we had this tenant selling, I really love them. They sell like uh, overnight how many hours roasted um mm-hmm. you know beef and pig and i mean pork and they're so soft you know pulled pork and stuff like that pulled pork sandwiches and like that they were really great but their price point was like 200 to 300 pesos which if you're a foodie you would really appreciate their food but because the setting is you know 
um, you know, um, we're outdoor, we're not air-conditioned, it's fast turnover, so um, you're kind of discouraged, like the, the setup is discouraging you to stay too long, so mm-hmm. to like, you know, really enjoy your food, like similar to a restaurant. Um, well, we don't kick you out, but you know, the environment is built that way, designed mm-hmm. that way. Uh, and I feel like people don't feel like it's worth it to spend 300 pesos on a meal in Subo Mercado. Mm-hmm. But definitely, it doesn't mean the food was bad. It's just like not the right market for right. them, maybe. Yeah, so we've had a lot of those like um, ramen. With mm-hmm. uh, we have really great ramen that was around that price point, right? Because um, it was three hundred is already cheap for a ramen, and mm-hmm. you know for proper sure. ramen. But with us, they have to make it. Um, they have to make it like a more simple version mm-hmm. of a ramen so that they can fit the price point of the the consumers that are going to Submercado. So right. it yeah. So I think uh that's one of the things. Um we're really like, you know, fast paced mm-hmm. and you know yeah. um we, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so hard to eat ramen in a place like Sugbo Mercado because when I think of Sugbo Mercado, there's always two initial problems there. It's either the parking and um the food the, there's just a lot of people and you don't you can't find <laughs> um you can't find a place to sit. But I guess for yeah. owners, that's a that's a good problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> for food, for, yeah. for customers, that's that's not good. <laughs> yeah. But it just it's means actually there's... like one of the beauties. Like I yeah. feel like it's also the experience. You know, the experience of um having of a lot of people right. there, having to line up for your food. Mm-hmm. You know, having to walk to your table that's far mm-hmm. from the stall that you're ordering from. It's it's part of it. It's part of the experience. Yeah, we definitely. Get, We've gotten so many complaints that we should add more tables. Mm-hmm. We should like do this and do that, <laughs> but I don't know. It's huh. it's we don't have space. <laughs> yeah. It's a good problem to have, you know. Yeah, definitely. Because like, <laughs> if you notice, majority of the street food markets outside the Philippines, mm-hmm. they don't have dining tables. No, no, yeah. You stand, you order, you eat it on the spot, and you move on to the next one, right? Right. So. I would we would actually joke that you guys are already very spoiled that we have a mm-hmm. 700 seating capacity. Oh, oh 700? <laughs> like, oh, oh, 700. Okay. Yeah. And it's always full. Like, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, people like to because we have bands, we have music, mm-hmm. live right. music every night. That's why also people like um staying longer than they should. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um uh just one thing that uh yeah when i think of supermarket it's just always packed and i would yeah it's like it's like a starbucks right that's the charm of a starbucks Uh when you go in it's always full you have to wait for a seat i don't want to order one drink and stay there the whole day yeah and i I don't want (laughs) to eat ramen in a like in that kind of place yeah like sorry cheap ramen though it's 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 good if you buy cheap ramen there but (laughs) uh, you know when it's raining yeah but if you put it okay, if you put it in a Nissan cup noodle and like that, no. I would order order it. But if it's like a bowl and then you have to find yeah, yeah. It, to eat it, yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna give you um, food ideas and tell me just straight up if you would if it if if it would work. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, because I might have a stall in Subo Mercado. We don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, taco places. Has there been a taco taqueria there in Subo Mercado? We, we've had a couple. We've had a couple of um, tacos. Um, one really lasted long, but it, it's not like authentic. Oh. Uh, it's not so authentic. Um. It's like they made it kind of Filipino, you know, oh. nachos and tacos oh, okay. like that. No. And then we had authentic ones and it doesn't mm-hmm. work as well. It oh, doesn't what? work as well. Yeah. Because oh, like Authentic ones charge it at like, let's say 150 for three soft-shelled tacos. But like, you know, really good quality. Uh-huh. People just find it expensive. And oh, our, okay. and yeah. So, oh. but like, you know, um, we had like a quesadilla before that's, you know, just packed with uh, melted cheese. Mm-hmm. Filipinos love that oh. kind of thing. Oh my God. Yeah. I, so, I, I don't know. Maybe because I lived here for a few years already. California. Yeah. 
LA is taco yeah. culture is so yeah. so good, so big, and you know tacos is so good. I, but I, obviously, a lot of people. A lot of we had we had a lot of fusions as well for tacos. Like we had a Tex-Mex, um, oh, Tex-Mex. Sol, mm-hmm. and also like a Korean Mexican. Oh um, yeah, bulgogi yeah, tacos. Fusion. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so yeah, they were actually really good uh-huh. as well. Mm-hmm. So cool. yeah. yeah, Koji food trucks that have like anyways like tacos. I love tacos. Um, yeah. Okay. Um. Um. When I think of Korean, I think of those stalls that are instant. Um, you know the instant um, shin ramyun with egg and cheese. Oh yeah. Those, those, yes. Um, instant um, um, ramen. I've been cooking that a lot. Do, do, I've been... Um, is that is that are there stalls like that? Like not the bulgogi, not the bibimbap, but the instant Korean st- stuff. Are there? Yeah, yeah. We've oh. we've had uh, we have ten we had tenants like that, and yeah, it's. I mean, I feel like they they work. They work okay. for a while. Yeah, okay. you just the thing also with supermercado, you can't stop innovating. Mm-hmm. You constantly have to, you know, elevate, level up okay. your... When you already get th- your foot through the door, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you have to keep, you know, bringing them back in with new products, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah, All new right. gimmicks. Um, so, um, yeah, we've had that. We've actually been cooking that a lot. <laughs> okay, I'm not innovative <laughs> because there are already stalls like that. Hmm, spam musubis. Spam musubis. Ah, uh, I haven't. I don't think so. Okay. So, yeah. You think it will work? Yeah, yeah. Do you think it'll work? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I, so. I got one on my head. <laughs> okay. Um, um, horchatas, horchateria. Uh, not not yet. I think. Okay. Not okay. yet. Yeah. These are, these are all like. <laughs> okay. I, In the I, mental I, notes. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make my own orchateria. <laughs> um, what else? What else can I pitch? Um, um, takoyaki spots. Takoyaki, we've had a lot already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, okay. Did they work? Um, they work. Uh, okay. Did they really serve? Did they really serve um oct- many octopuses? Octopus. Because there's yeah. a lot of, yeah. of okonomiyakis that are like this is flour and. Cabbage. Yes. So we have we have tenants that serve both both kinds. So of course the ones with real octopus are you know at a higher price point. Mm-hmm. They're both still with us though. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, nice. with with competing brands, our stalls, we really try to make them different price points. For example, we have two ramens. One is gonna be a more expensive but better quality than mm-hmm. the other one. Because we try to cater it to different people who can who appreciate different things. Because some people just um, want to eat it just to be full, right? Okay. Are not really mm-hmm. foodies. They don't really mind. So we try to have different price points of different products. So okay, yeah. all right. Last, my last <laughs> pitch is fried chicken sandwiches. Oh, we haven't had that. Okay. We haven't had that. Right. Yeah, we've had those Taiwanese like. Oh, the flat yeah, the, chicken, yeah. yeah, with powder, yeah, with powder, mm-hmm. yeah. So n- n- not fried chicken sandwiches with fries. Like they put it in a box. No, no, yeah, nothing? not yet. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. <least. laughs> All right. <laughs> now, if you're gonna have your own stall in Subo Mercado, what are you gonna have? What are you gonna serve? Uh... I wanted to do like um, I forgot like like Japanese burritos mm-hmm. like Ooh, uh, Japanese burritos yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay okay I've never heard yeah, of that so I, sushi rito I wanted to call it like oh. sushi rito like a huge uh, sushi roll like oh, like a kimbap but it's like like a burrito size okay like, but it's like big and like you, mm-hmm. you cut it in half like a burrito. Yeah, I wanted to do that before, but like I really, I, I didn't have a patience. I actually opened a stall. Uh, I, op- I opened a stall called Be Bold and uh, like a bowl, <laughs> Be uh-huh. Bold. And 
Uh, it's basically uh, breakfast bowls like smoothie bowls and Ooh. chia puddings. You know, healthy, okay. healthy stuff like that. Uh, but it didn't work out so much because uh, we're a night market. So we open from right. 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people buy mm-hmm. breakfast bowls. Uh, at night, night right. so yeah but we um because we also opened it in pop district bazaar pop mm-hmm. district bazaar is like 11 a.m to 11 p.m so and it like i said early uh earlier it's like a, a more elevated market so people really it it did really well in pop district so you know oh, it's like you know instagram worthy and healthy right. lifestyle you don't go to supermercado to eat healthy stuff right. you go there to cheat so, <laughs> cheat mm-hmm. day <laughs> definitely like you go to supermercado you get an acai bowl like who are you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we we opened i think like we lasted uh three three months i think <laughs> right but i do love an acai bowl i love those yes um i think of what you think of beach when you think of those you know we had to explain it to our customers mm-hmm. what a smoothie bowl is like mm-hmm. why is it different from a shake <laughs> like because right. it's a, it's also like a more expensive price point because we don't mm-hmm. add water in it it's right. all like really the fruits and like soy milk like good quality mm-hmm. soy milk so it was kind of expensive oh. so they're like what's a smoothie bowl why is it a different from like a shake with like um there's a lot of sugar and water in shakes and like a smoothie bowl yeah so we had to explain it to each and every one so it's that okay. was tiring it's yeah. okay you know what next time they tell them if they're gonna ask what's a smoothie bowl you say oh go to the people who shop at healthy options <laughs> Yeah, we should set up shop in front of healthy options. Yeah, go to the people who shop at healthy options. They're gonna know what yeah. an acai bowl yeah. is. Like, what is a chia pudding? What's what's chia seeds? Oh. It's like, oh, okay, oh. never mind. This is not gonna work. Yeah. But yeah, um, I love I love those kinds of stuff. But um, I love it. I prefer it in the morning, though. You know, uh, those those um, rice uh, those bowls really really good, really healthy for you, good for the gut and all that and i guess the last section the last portion in the podcast is i, I want let's move on to from subu mercado i guess the, the last section i want to talk about you being a person who's ready to be an adult i'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm giving you a pun <laughs> but you know being an adult means a lot of things and and i guess when i think of subu mercado i think of college kids eating out, having their first dates, or maybe these adults who tries to have some sort of escape, they want to have a cheat day, you know, that one. But being an adult means a lot, not just finances, not not just being professionally um, um, well-groomed. It also deals with lifestyle and lifestyle comes with food. You know, and uh, us millennials who are getting a little bit older, we have obviously bad back, uh, bad backs. <laughs> we, have, we need to work out. We need to um, eat healthy stuff. What is, what is it with you being, um, you know, with ready to adult? And how can you, what is your take with um, being an adult or being, you know, being a better person each day and food. How, what is your take on that? Um, definitely, I feel like, especially this quarantine, this, I mean, like this lockdown, it's mm-hmm. definitely more important than ever to, in a way, watch what you eat. Cause, and also at the same time, um, work out. But like, I'm definitely guilty of that. Like, uh, I eat typically, I don't eat so healthy, but I also don't eat a lot of fast food. I don't eat like, you know, um, a lot of um, those things. But uh, my boyfriend's big on that. Like, um, he really likes, you know, easy, like not too, I wouldn't say like processed foods. So, um we don't limit ourselves to like no meat or you know ve- vegetarian or keto like that but like my boyfriend lost a hundred pounds like he's known for someone who lost like more than a hundred pounds like he was pounds. on new 
Yeah, like he used to be like 300 pounds, I think. Okay. So, yeah, so uh, he was definitely, he's very big on fitness, food and fitness. So, uh, he definitely influences me on that, especially like when we were both um, still in the condo. But uh, I definitely would say that I need to work out more. Um, I can really feel that this lockdown, you know, being in a desk all day, being on in the bed like that, you know, I I can't, <laughs> I I lose like breath na going up one flight of stairs, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's so bad. Like <laughs> that's so bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So even if I'm like, you know. Typically eating okay, like not too much salt, not too much sugar. I don't, I don't like put sugar in my coffee and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I definitely think that um, compared to before, like I don't eat drink soda. I know, but as a kid, I remember loving Coke so much because <laughs> we didn't really understand. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a typical Filipino family dinner. Like you always have Coke in the table. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's definitely changed now. People are more health conscious. Mm-hmm. People look after what they eat. So right. yeah, definitely a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess one takeaway that I think being an adult and and trying to be, you know, be a better person is always being more self-aware. That yeah. I guess is I guess in you know. Um, being self-aware is half the battle. I forgot who quoted that one. I think it was Sun Tzu, but yeah. So <laughs> being, being aware is half the battle. Like yeah. um, knowing that, hey, I'm eating bad or hey, I need a change is yeah. already a start, you know? And, yeah. just, and then don't try drastic change. Slow, yeah. um, uh, I get out, I, out. maybe I just want to plug in with... Um, One program with Matt Diavella says there's a lot of crash courses out there. You know, there's a lot of lifestyle coaches, lifestyle change, and change in six months. Let's let's yeah. ha- let's have this in a year or so. But he says yeah. we need to embrace slow growth. We yeah. need to embrace the stumbling and the failing. And um, you know, um, we have this change today. Just n- removing salt is we we may th- we may think of it's minuscule but it is yeah with with compound effect it has a compound effect so yeah. maybe just maybe if you don't work out every day try to work if you don't work out w- at all work out once a week for 20 yeah. minutes if you yeah. don't want to pursue a workout then try walking for 30 minutes yeah like that You know, yeah. and I, I guess that's what I. What I used I, to. I think it's just this quarantine because I've been really focusing on my YouTube channel. Before I actually used to run a lot because I'm I'm kind of frugal. I don't like spending on gym mm-hmm. memberships. So, mm-hmm. um, I have you know we have a village here. So I really, uh, because I wanted to do. I was supposed to do a half marathon, mm-hmm. so 21 k, but I only ended up training up to like 15 k. I did a I did a 12k run and then like I continued um, training but like mm-hmm. you know Philippines rainy season came kicked in and I was just like you know what I'm just gonna stay at home <laughs> <laughs> makes the weather makes you feel lazy and it mm-hmm. discourages you because you know you don't want to get wet you don't want to mm-hmm. get sick and stuff like that right. but yeah I mean like the intentional you know intentionally stop to drink soft drinks that's already very big if you're right. if you're someone who drinks soft drinks every day like mm-hmm. make it like you know two times a week until one times a week like until i don't i really don't like, like very occasionally maybe twice a year i drink mm-hmm. soft drinks right and that yeah. that is still a change you know yeah definitely mm-hmm. that's actually um um for sugu mercado since we're located in highly dense bpo areas mm-hmm. you know offices Um, we wanted to be an alternative to fast foods as well. That's why our price point is the way it is because it's for daily, um, you know, people who eat there on the daily. They have different choices. They don't have to go to McDo and Jollibee every mm-hmm. single day, which was their lifestyle before because there was no other option, right. right? Everything else was so expensive for a daily, like a daily meal mm-hmm. for them. So at least they have like home-cooked meals. For sure. And, you know, 
yeah yeah and and i guess again it go it boils down to um making this active change of yeah hey i'm I'm not gonna eat in a fast food restaurant today or i'm not gonna drink soda for maybe a few days that i think already the lockdown really helped with that though i think like a lot of people has been you know they have more time to do groceries for themselves they have the time to meal prep if they want to um they have a lot i've been seeing a lot of filipinos really cooking and preparing their own food they're more intentional with their food so i think that's um, one of the things that um good in a way i mean the lockdown and the pandemic's not good but you know um at least i've I've been seeing a lot of people trying to shift like i have a lot of friends who went plant-based pescatarian um and stuff like that so yeah good good for them (laughs) right yeah that's what i love about korean food actually right they're they're typically very healthy they're Mm -hmm. usually boiled prepared boiled or you know steamed so and, and they're full of vegetables. vegetables. <laughs> yeah, a lot of vegetables. The only bad thing is their pastes, but they're mm. the that's where the flavor, all the flavor comes right. from. Go to chow. And again, um, um, it's it's something that as long as there's change, as long as there's good change, you know, that's that's welcome. And I guess yeah, it is an ever. Um, evolving process for us um, millennials or people who are who want to have change you know yeah it's not just about the career man it's it's not just about <laughs> your relationship it always yeah. starts with yourself it starts with your habits and with habits comes with food and food plays a big role when it comes to stress when it comes to feeling okay when it comes to mind um, activity you know, um, if you wonder if if you if you wonder that you, why you're so down lately, if you're so stressed lately, maybe food can be a factor. So we yeah. need to check on that one as well. Okay, that's yeah, just that's definitely. just my my input when it comes to yeah. Being I feel like agent. if you get like you know you get anxiety a lot or you get stressed out a lot, what really helps is that you're more intentional when you eat. I've heard this somewhere, like, when you eat, put down your phone, just, you know, focus on eating, focus on chewing, you know, just really, you know, uh, focus on the task that is there in front of you, which is eating, because we're so used to multitasking when we eat. We watch um, series, we work while we eat, Mm -hmm. we, um, you know, stuff like that. And I feel like sometimes if you get overwhelmed, I we do this a lot like um okay you know we're we prepared a good meal like phones down Mm -hmm. like let's you know try to have conversations appreciate it more yeah right and don't chew so fast yes (laughs) definitely all right um well last question before we end this podcast is if you could have any meal right now any meal healthy or not You've tried it or you want to try it. Um, what would it be right now and why? Oh my gosh, that is so hard. <laughs> I had a lot of interesting answers when it with this. I always think of, oh, they're going to have something super duper expensive or something that, you know, something that um, they've never tried before. But I do, I'm not going to spoil it or anything, but what would you want to have? I don't know because like, I'm typic I don't typically crave for food. That's that's something about me. Like I don't really typically crave for food because I'm also very diverse in what I eat. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I always satisfy them. But maybe one thing, um uh this is gonna be so bad. Okay. I've been craving it's not a meal, it's a snack. I've been craving potato corner for the longest time. <laughs> It's so weird. Yeah, because like the entire lockdown, you know, it's it's not open. And like, you know, once you crave for something and you don't get it, it's Mm -hmm. just there at the back of your head. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I've been craving that. And I would say also katsudon. Katsudon. Katsudon, yeah. Oh, potato yeah. corner for sure. Um, Potato corner. uh So it's so Filipino. I don't 
I, I'm not big anymore at eating it. Like, I spoil myself once in a while before lockdown. Mm-hmm. But, like, ever since I started craving it and I haven't gotten it, it's just, like, <laughs> at the back of your head. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Have, have, ma- you been to, have you been to Japan? Japan, no. I've yeah. been to Japan for a layover, not in Japan. Japan. <laughs> There's this food also that I've been craving. It's called melon pan. Oh, can... I've tried melon pan, but not in Japan. It's ah, okay. really, really like, good. I love melon pan. There's no one selling that in Cebu, and it's so oh. hard to recreate. Like, I, I've also been really craving for that. Like, when we were there for a week, I think we ate it five times. <laughs> five <laughs> nights straight. With, yeah. with bread with Japanese they make it so it's just, it's just bread and ice cream but I yeah. think it's so good it's like, so good definitely oh. everyone every time I tell pe- people who are going to Japan you have to try melon pan melon pan for sure I love melon pan I mean I've tried melon pan in Manila it's really good for me so <gasps> yeah, how much more how much more there. if I tried it in, in, in Japan Japan but yeah thank you so much Charm for um, indulging with your knowledge when it comes to food <laughs> and your insights with Subo Mercado. Um, do you have any um, shout outs or any plug plug in or any um, anything that you want to put on blast? Yeah, uh, basically it's ready to adult. You can you can search if you wanna listen. I mainly talk about personal finance, entrepreneurship, and other adulting stuff like you know buying a condo, buying a house, buying a car, stuff like that. So if you wanna check those out, it's ready to adult ph over all uh, over on my YouTube channel. We have Instagram, Facebook, across the board. It's ready number two adult ph. All yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> And yeah, she, you can definitely find her um, 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 meaningful millennial insights and advice in her YouTube channel. It really helped me because um, I'm thinking of buying a car. So um, her insights with a repossessed and secondhand cars and brand new cars. See, I'm, I'm, yeah. I watch your video. <laughs> I'm, I'm not just, you know. I'm not Thank just you. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And um, your latest video of condos versus houses was, yeah. was that your latest latest video i think yeah 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 see uh, i'm up to yeah. date so um yeah. <laughs> definitely um check her out or her work um and yeah um we'll we'll make sure that you are guided through your millennial life just like me <laughs> I, I, you um her advice really helps Thank you so much, Charm. And thank, thank you for having everyone. me. Yes, thank you for everyone for listening to Sid's Foodcast. Again, we talk about anything food or drinks in the name of food. Thank you. Hold on. Let me pause. Let me stop the recording.